Welcome back to Welfare Daily with me, Amy Lane. Coming up, you're going to hear from two coaches who I've got so much respect for, Rory Knight and Omar Mansour. They're the founders of Track Life London and they helped me so much when I was training for Paris Marathon. Coming up is their explanation about why running style is totally unique, but the checklist that we can all work through to improve our own style. Just a flag, this clip is from a full podcast that I recorded with the guys a while ago. But the checklist is so brilliant, and so are their thoughts on why running style is totally unique. So buckle up and enjoy. Firstly, what I would say is your your running form, your running technique, how you land and where you land on your foot is super unique to you as an individual. So you can look at some of the best runners that have ever roamed this planet. For example, Paula Radcliffe, you know, she does some real weird stuff with her head. And if you was to look in a how to run manual or textbook, it's not going to have this is an efficient way to move your head. But yet she's one of the fastest women marathon runners ever. Then you've got someone like Michael Johnson. And obviously, if you don't know these guys, please just do a little Google search. But Michael Johnson, American sprinter, a 200 and 400 meter runner, one of the fastest ever again. And he had this like this crazy, like super upright style with his his arm drivers really relaxed. And it just looked so different to everyone else. So it, it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing it right or wrong, but there are certain things that we're going to talk about now that can help any runner so I'll, I'll start from the top and maybe we can go all the way down we'll look at the shoulders and often stress response is the shoulders go up the traps go up in any situation you can better believe when you're struggling out there that's going to be a response for a lot of people so the first thing is just being conscious are my shoulders tensed up especially when i'm in the, the later miles of my race or the later bits of my race or are they relaxed? If they are tensed up, you're not going to be as efficient moving them. You want them relaxed. A relaxed runner is a fast runner. So just coming down next, I would say arm drive. So your, your shoulders are relaxed. Everyone's arm drive is going to be slightly different. But generally, as a rule, think of think of engaging your upper back muscles. I just saw the guys just sit up pretty tall there. <laughs> and lean forward slightly from your ankles, but be be nice and tall with your upper body. So nice tall hip position, upper body nice and upright, and your elbows should just be coming back slightly behind your body so you, so you can feel those upper back muscles engage. The next point I would say is about knee drive. Now, like Rory said, knee drive is dependent on sort of how much power you're producing into the ground, but ideally you want to have some sort of knee lift. And often we turn into a little bit of a shuffler when we get tired and we get heavy legs. And again, if you just switch that conscious brain on and say, what are my knees doing? Instantly, it can give you that bounce. It can give you that lift, which means you're going to be faster for every stride that you're producing. So not over accessing it, but just being conscious that my knees are lifting and I'm not just shuffling one leg in front of the other. Yeah, so I'm just going to go slightly, I, I alluded to it a, a little, but just the, the, the hip position. And imagine you're doing a hip, similar to hip bridge, but just from a standing position. So just push your hips forward a little more. Because what tends to happen is runners that are maybe not as, as aware, as they get tired, their hips are going to start to fall back. And what happens as the hips fall back, the chest starts to drop and the body starts to collapse. I don't know about you, but if you've ever tried to run in a squat position, it's really, really difficult so you don't want to be in that squat. 
And I totally know that position when it's like your head feels like it's two foot in front of your booty. And it's like you're just leaving your butt behind and your head is so far in front. And I used to do it and I do it when I get tired. So actually there is having that awareness of being up tall, making sure you're keeping your glutes engaged is a good one. It does make all the difference, guys, because I have been there. Yeah, see, Amy can vouch, vouch for all of this. Lastly, I guess whatever way you hit the ground, think about landing softly, okay? If you're thudding, and again, when your legs get tired and that brain switches off, you can just plant the leg and just get me to the finish line. Slow it down, land softly, and cushion that landing because typically it's just going to be less force going through your, your joints, your, your muscles when you're tired, and that can actually prevent injuries in the future if you think of how much force is going through your joints, through your your ankles and, and the muscles and the tendons. So land softly, land cushion. But guys, please, can we add, don't do all of those things at once because your brain will just feel so <laughs> tired and you'll probably quit running after that run. So just pick one thing <laughs> and just focus on that one thing. And then once you've mastered that, try another thing. Thanks for tuning in to today's Welfare Daily. Remember, if you like the show, then you can listen to the full episodes here on Spotify. And please don't forget to rate and review so other runners can find us too. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.